0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone with Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. And Jim, what are we looking at going into this Wednesday?
1: Well, we saw a lot of volatility in the overnight market, but as we wrapped up the overnight trade, we saw a little bit of a bid coming in. Corn was up about $0.04, beans up 10 wheat up 13 I think a couple things that are driving the market right now, the crude oil market kind of got a bounce earlier this morning, Dustin. OPEC raised production by 100,000 barrels per day. Um, that is an increase, but I think that was probably a little bit disappointing for Washington. I think they're hoping for more than that. The trade is definitely bracing for that, a bigger number than that. So the crude oil bounced earlier this morning, that provided a little bit of support to the grain market. But we're really watching is weather right now, Is where is it going to rain? I know we mentioned before we just started recording that there is a chance of rain in Iowa, but the reality is when you look at the overall map, at least the next seven days, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, there's not a whole lot of rain there. And if you do get it, it's going to be less than a half inch. And then the real question is, where does this heat come? The GFS model yesterday was really painting this heat to stick around and maybe even intensify during parts of next week. And as we know, we're still in a very crucial portion of the the production cycle for beans. And even the corn, this crop is a week to 10 days later than normal. So we do have some tail end corn that's still pollinating, but we still got to get to that filling stage. And we are hearing a lot of people start to report tip back problems due to this extreme heat and dryness issue. So this uh, crop is far from being put in the bin.
0: Yeah, that's uh, the thing I think we always talk about every year, Jim. It doesn't count until you get it into the bin, and we've definitely been facing our share of challenges. And I know we were talking also before we went on the air. You said it was kind of humid where you are in Illinois, but uh, out here in Iowa, I don't think we got enough moisture to even create any humidity right now. And you know, with the temperatures like last night, we were looking at mid 70s overnight. That that doesn't do the crops any good when they should be cooling down either.
1: No, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of agronomists will tell you when you have the hot days and warm nights, that is just not good for that plant. That plant needs to kind of breathe at night and cool down, and it just doesn't do it. That really... um, hits the yield, plain and simple. And yield is what it all comes down to in, on the near term is the overall supply. Um, we're dry here in the United States. The government's using a 177 yield. You happen to take four or five bushels off that crop, dust and drop it down to 174 or less, which is what some people are estimating it could be as low as. Your carryout, instead of being closer to 1.5, it's closer to 1.1, one, one, 1 billion bushels. That is a very, very tight ending stock, essentially your bottom of the barrel, and that could become a real problem when you look at what's going on in Europe. Right now, the USDA has got Europe, I believe, around a 68 million metric ton crop. There are some people saying that could be down to the mid-50s due to the heat and dryness they're experiencing. So the world's- Corn situation looks like it is going to continue to get tighter. The question just is how much. And now we look to the bean situation. The room for air in the beans is even tighter. The USDA is using a 51.5 bushel bean yield. If you drop that bean yield down to 50 bushels, just a bushel and a half downward revision, your carryout, instead of about 320 million, is now down to essentially pipeline levels of 100 million bushels which, um, you know, plain and simple, puts all the onus on South America to have a big crop. So if South America crop stumbles this upcoming winter, the world situation, this tight supply that we currently find ourselves in in 2022, it's only going to build and exasperate essentially into 2023. So we're definitely not out of the weather uh, situation or the weather trade right now.
0: All right, and looking at livestock, normally in this situation when grains are up or down, you know, usually the livestock takes advantage, but uh, they haven't the last couple days either.
1: Not really. I mean, you look at the deferred hog markets, uh, they've kind of burned right back up near their contract highs. The August market continues to be squeezed higher at 119, so the the demand for the pork is very, very good. Cattle markets trading more of a sideways range. You know, we are seeing liquidation of some herds due to the drought going on in the plains. But on the other hand, the consumer, I think overall, has been relatively resilient overall this summer, keeping the demand going. Maybe better than a lot of people think. The price of gasoline has come down quite a bit. I know here in my neck of the woods, I know probably where you're at. It's not. A, it's a little bit surprised, but we finally saw corner, uh, gas last night with a four in front of it. So uh, you know. For us here in Northern Illinois, that was kind of a nice surprise. But that cheaper gas that we're seeing will allow a little bit more disposable income into the consumer, and hopefully that'll keep the demand a little bit stronger than normally we'd see during the dead, you know, during the dog days of summer, as people try to squeeze those last few days, last few weeks of summer vacation before school kicks back in here in the next couple weeks.
0: You, you know, Jim, I'm hesitant to tell you that we were at three thirty here this morning when I was driving in. So I, I <laughs> enjoy your four. We're starting to knock at the door at two, and hey, and I was really exp- impressed uh, earlier this week between E85 and my fuel savers I have from the grocery store I got a buck 39 so I wasn't going to complain at all
1: No I mean like I said we just broached 5 here on Illinois so uh, but yeah if anybody's been to Illinois knows, uh we like, our gas ta- we like the high gas taxes here in Illinois. So, uh, but they are coming down, though, and they are coming down across the country. I heard one estimate, you know, the savings that we're getting today compared to the high prices is over a billion dollars a day. Just the money that consumers are saving. So if they have a little bit more disposable income, hopefully, like I said, they will continue to go out to eat and uh, buy beef and kind of support the, the beef and, as well as the pork
0: market. All right, Jim, if folks want to talk market strategies with AgMarket.net, how do they get in touch?
1: Reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach anyone in the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758.
0: All right, Jim, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again this afternoon.
1: Sounds good. Have a good day of trading, folks.
0: That again was Jim McCormick of AgMarket.net. Let's take a look at those futures prices. September corn up one and a half at five ninety two and three quarters. December up one and a half at five ninety-five and three quarters. August soybeans up ten and three quarters at fifteen eighty even. November up two and a quarter at thirteen eighty-eight and three quarters. Soy meal down six dollars and fifty cents at four twenty-seven seventy. Soy oil up a buck oh seven at sixty-three forty. December Chicago wheat up a dime at 804 even. Minneapolis up 16 and three quarters at 903 and a half. Kansas wheat up 10 and a half at 860 and three quarters. December oats up four and a half at 420 and a half. October live cattle up a buck and a quarter at 14337, August feeders up a dollar 17 at 17930, August lean hogs 92 cents higher at 12077, pork cutouts unchanged at 12572, class 3 milk down a penny at 2042. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for joining us on today's opening market podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network where Iowa Ag Matters.